This is Ready, Set, Workflow, a show about how to actually get things done in business, software development, startups, and life. We are your hosts, Katie, Caitlin, and Tosh, and on today's episode, we will be talking about a pretty significant life update for all of us. Last week, we found out that the startup we were working at was laying off essentially all employees effective immediately. Obviously, this is a risk of joining any startup, and one we are all aware of when we joined. In today's episode, we'll discuss how we are feeling and processing our new fun employment status and what plans, next steps we have in our careers. All right. So we obviously have a lot to talk about today, but I think Caitlin said it best and QOTD stops for nothing. So as always, we'll get started with a question of the day. And today's question of the day, I'll keep it maybe somewhat relevant, is what is your favorite way to relax? How do you relax, blow off steam, just live your best life? I'll go first. I've had a lot of time to relax lately and I've thoroughly been enjoying it. Um, But I think my favorite way to relax is by going to yoga. I go to a yoga studio. So it's like, you're kind of like locked in a room for an hour, sweating. And I really honestly think about nothing else. So it's like a win because I'm getting a workout in and I'm like completely distracted for an hour. And then I always leave feeling better and more relaxed. Unless I have like one of those yoga classes where I like literally die because it's so hot. And all I can think about is how much I'm sweating. But even in that moment, I still find it pretty relaxing. So I would say that yoga is my go-to relaxation. All right. So I clearly love an active relaxation, which I think if you know me is pretty on brand. So Katie, what do you do? What's your favorite way to relax? I also enjoy an active relaxation. So if I were to choose that one, it'd probably be going body surfing in the ocean. The water temp is really warm right now too. Well, warm for San Diego. I think it's around 70. 73, 74 degrees. So that's good. If I'm going not active relaxation, then I'll go for a drive. Drive with the top down, listening to some good music. That would be my form of relaxation. Nice. Solid. And Caitlin, favorite way? For active, definitely just a walk, just a nice stroll around the neighborhood or a hot girl walk, if you will. But to like really relax, if we're talking like for real, I have been loving a good nap these days. Afternoon nap, highly recommend. Yeah. What time? What time do you nap? Um, well, my daughter naps at one. So that's the time that I nap. That's snack time. What time snacks? After the nap, post nap. Katie, you've never eaten a snack in your life. I'm trying. I've thought about it. Step one, think about eating a snack. Manifest snack time in your life. I'm going to do that. Awesome. Great, great answers. I mean, a hot girl walk is a great way to spend 45 minutes to an hour for sure. So exactly. Love it. All right. So we did our question of the day. Um, I'm really glad that no one said just sitting at home and drinking by themselves is their fave way to relax. So (laughs) no one has to worry about us. Might not be our favorite way, but I'm sure it's definitely a way. Cool. So like Katie said, you know, last week we got some news. 
Obviously, it's not ideal to be laid off, but that is a risk of joining a startup and one that we are all aware of and willing to take on as we kind of jumped into startup life overall. So um, I guess the first thing we can kind of talk about is how everyone felt or is feeling after receiving that news. I think it's been almost today, Wednesday, like time doesn't matter when you're fun employed. It's been basically a week, almost to the hour since we all got the news. So maybe, I don't know, someone kind of wants to start off and say like what your initial thoughts and reactions were, and then can jump into some more fun questions about it. Yeah, it was definitely a range of emotions. I don't know that any of us really saw it coming. And so that, you know, there's a, there's a part in there where there's frustration that this has happened, frustration with yourself that, you know, why didn't I necessarily see this coming? Some sadness, of course. I think the biggest sadness for me was just knowing that you, the three of us wouldn't be working together in that job right away. Hopefully in the future, we can bring the gang back together at at something besides just the podcast. For me, it was the the frustration, outward frustration, inward frustration, then the sadness, you know, confusion. I think there was probably some anger, not necessarily directed at a particular person, but just the experience in general. And then there's some relief that comes with it as well. So it certainly wasn't all negative emotions for me. And I think, you know, as the week has gone by, there's been a lot of processing of those emotions and all of the different feelings. I think for me, at least, I felt probably a range in the day that it happened. And then, you know, in the days following as well. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think that makes sense. Kaylin, I know Katie covered a lot (laughs) of emotions there and feelings. A lot of emotions. I have a lot of feelings. Um, anything else you want to add to that? I think I was mostly bummed out because I had worked there, um, such a short time, shorter than you guys had. So it just came to an end so super abruptly. So that was a bummer. Didn't really get to like get going. I think that was it. Just bummed out that it ended so quickly. That's fair. Yeah. It definitely felt like it came to a super abrupt step. I know I was like, kind of like confused and a little, yeah, angry slash frustrated. And then I was also like, just kind of bummed about, yeah, obviously like us not getting to work together and then just not getting to con- continue to work with our development team just because we had built a pretty solid work bond with them. Katie and I were lucky enough to go down and visit them in Argentina earlier this year. So not getting to continue to work with them too is also, you know, just a little sad, I guess. Definitely a little sadness as well. But then, you know, obviously that happened on a Wednesday and we kind of had, or I mean, the way I took the next couple of days was just kind of to process and jump into the weekend and just kind of figure out, you know, what my next steps are. But before I did that, I did like all of the fun things. I would say like in the days after, I really just like chilled out and kind of did whatever I wanted to do, which was lovely. I mean, I I was reflecting and I haven't not had a job for like 10 years. Even when I was transitioning in between roles, I would take like a week off max 
which obviously is ideal and lovely and great to do, but like, it really isn't a lot of time to like decompress and just do nothing. And I think especially with COVID, um, I haven't even gone on a solid week vacation and just completely unplugged with this idea of like, you can work anywhere in remote work. I found myself working everywhere, even when I am out of town or, you know, somewhere with Wi-Fi or cellular access. I'm always checking my Slack. I'm always checking my email. So it's kind of nice to just take those couple days post, you know, breaking news and just chill out and like completely disconnect. I don't know if anyone else did the same or you guys just kind of like processed it a little bit more. didn't just completely shut it out the same way I did. I definitely went out and had a few drinks, not gonna lie. (laughs) Um, I feel like I always celebrate getting a new job, but I've never celebrated the one coming to an end. So I felt like, you know, I celebrated the transition. So yeah, went out to dinner, had some beverages, came back and then went into like full panic mode the next day in terms of what I was going to do next. But that was kind of the first like 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, win or lose, hit the booze. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Kaylin, I love that you use the word celebrate. I had one friend, most of my friends, when I was telling them, I, you know, they get the, um, send their condolences. (laughs) They, they're sorry that you lost your job. How can they help? Things like that. One of my friends, her immediate reaction was a congratulations. And I liked that, that part of it, just because it, changed your mindset a little bit. I won or lost, hit the boss. Just kidding. I also hit the, had some drinks to celebrate. And also probably just, I I felt, I found myself just saying yes to any invite that I got. So I ended up on a tour of San Diego, probably like a pub crawl of San Diego that following Saturday, which was really fun. And tricky to play volleyball the next morning but yeah definitely a a celebration and also a non-celebration of sorts for sure I called my brother because he's like a professional retiree I would say like he just aspires to that lifestyle and asked him for his advice I was like Martin how should I fill my days and he goes I'm gonna stop you right there he goes your days are already full just lean into that. And I like really embraced that and loved that. Wise words. Yeah. I was like, Martin, I need your advice. He's like, oh my God, I feel so honored. <laughs> but it's funny because he actually is working right now. So the tables have turned. Yeah. Obviously shocking news. We all, it sounds like celebrated, you know, or drowned our sorrows, however you want to say by enjoying one, two, five, ten adult beverages, which Sometimes you just have to do, and it's lovely. So now we are like kind of processed it. For me, I do feel kind of the reality setting in, I would say. Like, okay, this is real life. Eventually you are going to have to be employed again. So what are your guys' like next steps? Obviously still super fresh and super raw. So it's not like, okay, here's my 10-day plan for my quarter plan or my year plan or anything like that, Caitlin, you might already have that. But 
you know, what are your guys' kind of like next steps now that we've gotten the news, we've processed it a little bit. And I'm a big person, like I have to have something to look forward to. I like to be a forward looking person. I can't live in the past. So so what's up? What's up next? I can start since I did go into full panic mode almost immediately and updated my resume, shot it off to a bunch of jobs. (laughs) Just the initial, I think, shock factor set in quicker for me. But once now that I've calmed down, I think I have a couple different paths that I'm looking into and trying to decide what the best one is for me right now. So I wasn't a director of engineering position. That was the first time I'd had that title. Um, So I think option one is to try to capitalize on the fact that I had that title, try to get, even though it was short-lived, try to get another director level position and keep moving in that direction and jump right back into it. So I've looked at a few jobs, I've applied to a few jobs with that title and kind of waiting to see what happens with those. The other option on my radar is we are kind of in between nannies slash childcare right now. And our childcare situation probably won't improve until next August when it's preschool time. So I essentially have like one year to kill. Um, until it gets like a little bit more manageable. So the other option I'm thinking about is just doing like freelance work or side gigs and hanging out with my daughter for longer periods of time versus trying to jump back into the director level thing and, you know, figure out how to solve the childcare problem right now. So those are the two um, in terms of like looking for jobs I've mostly looked on LinkedIn and Indeed. I have also like texted everyone that I know. Networking. It's a real thing. Yeah. That I've worked with in the past. Yeah. Like honestly use your network to see what's out there. I've had a couple phone screens, had a couple of chats with former colleagues and just kind of ex- literally exploring all the options right now. That's cool. I had no idea you were doing like thinking about those two options. Like they're so different. Yeah. It seems like a director level, especially like when you first start, like obviously is going to be super overwhelming and like very time and attention consuming. Right. And not saying that freelance work isn't by any means. I think it just is a different level of commitment and time and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. More flexibility. For sure. Yeah. How exciting. Indeed. That is exciting. Keep you guys posted. Yeah. Katie, what what about you? I think it also speaks to the difference between working for yourself and working for someone else. Mm. And I think it's a good time to reflect on that in general. I also thought back to, I don't know if it was a question of the day or if it was just on our Get to Know Us podcast where Tosh, one of the questions was, what would your dream job be? So it's definitely a time of like, okay, is this when I go and just pivot my career completely and try and start taking on my dream job, starting maybe to work in a distillery or something like that, while also doing maybe some of that freelancing or um, consulting on the side as well, just to fuel it a little bit more. Because when you start in the distilling industry, you have to start, you know, you got to work your way up. So I've thought about that. It's a good time for reflection. I also have some other app ideas that I had been kind of thinking about either from a blog standpoint 
um, just related to some of the travel that I was doing. But now it's, I'm thinking about it more as a, is this something I could actually turn into, you know, a, a website and, or an app. So I'm doing some exploring with that. And Caitlin had mentioned this on Slack one time, just that we all have pretty marketable skills. So I think we're each in a position, a lucky enough position where we can do a lot of this reflection and really think through, okay, what, what do we want to do and where could we go? I've had a few people reach out to see if I wanted to do some contract work or consulting work for them. So that's always validating as well and something to explore, prepping the resume, updating that. Hey, hot tips, keep your resume up to date so you don't have to scramble when you've lost your job. Um, That's something that- That feels like a personal attack. Low blow. Hey, it's personal for you and I. I, I. The last time I had updated mine was in 2016, so that's um still still a while a while back. So I guess overall, I'm just trying to explore a bunch of different options. I also am in a bit of a unique position where I had I sublet my place starting September 1st, and so I have about two weeks until I don't have a place to live or a job, which for some people might sound extremely stressful. Um, but for me, I'm grateful that I don't have to pay rent for uh, some months. And while I'm kind of exploring and figuring out what to do, and again, just feel lucky that I can be in that position where it's not an immediate scramble. So that's, that's kind of what I'm doing. I also know that I do better when I have something that I'm working on. I, And so I'd like to get something, some sort of focus back into my life sooner then later, um, hopefully by September 1st. Do you know what where you're going September 1st yet? Yep. So August 31st, actually, I am going to Mexico for about a week. So I'll do that. Heading to Maui late September. So there will be a couple of weeks where I'm here in San Diego living at someone's house <laughs> in September. And then house sitting for my parents over in Maui and, um, which is also not a bad place. And then supposed to head to New Zealand after that for the rugby world cup, a bunch of my friends are going to that. So I was going to join them. And all of this is a little bit dependent on the job situation. I don't think that, I don't think that I can, and nor would I want to just go without a job for, you know, that many months. So it just depends on whichever path I choose and whether there are interviews I need to be in San Diego for or anywhere else and or if there's some other steps that I, you know, where I need to be based on that job. So those are my plans, but they're flexible depending on what happens here. Man, so many options. So many options. That's awesome, though. Yeah, I think you brought up a good point. And I mean, I know Caitlin brought it up originally, but I we all have super marketable skills. And I'm for sure going to update and keep my badges legit this time. I won't let them expire so that I can keep them on my LinkedIn profile. But I've decided that I'm just going to take the rest of August off, basically. I'm just going to kick back, relax. Like I said, I haven't not had a job in 10 years or whatever. And I'm 
90% sure, 99% sure. I kind of want to stay in the same realm, keep doing the same thing. It's something I really enjoy being a product owner, product manager, scrum master, kind of working in that team environment and in that team dynamic. So it's definitely something I really enjoy, but I'm going to just take the next two, two and a half weeks off until after Labor Day before I start to really do anything kind of serious in terms of a job search. And fun fact, I have to make a resume for the first time ever in my life. Woo! I did kind of make one for my first job that basically was just me putting my name on a piece of paper and like the fact that I graduated from college and that is very old at this point. And I think, I mean, it's, it was awful. I had zero experience. It had absolutely nothing on it. So now I am in the fun phase of actually having to make a resume for the first time. I've just been lucky enough to network from job to job and kind of build this network and this career path for myself. And I've just accepted the fact that now is the time to have a resume. So I'm actually going to meet with a resume writer. I found a, com- I found a company through a friend. Um, she recommended them to me. It's a bit, it's all women. It's a women owned business. So I'm like pretty pumped. I think it's cool to be able to support that. And I'm meeting with her in 15 minutes to hopefully put together something that will, I can at least put in, you know, send out to the internet as a way to find my next job. But yeah, I'll keep you guys posted on how the resume writing goes. I have no idea how to do it. Hence, I had to hire someone because it would have taken me forever. I wouldn't even know where to start. It's definitely not a fun task. Let me tell you that. But yeah, I had I was like, Goo, and okay, so this I think is a pro tip. If you're trying to figure out what you do in your job, because I have a hard time kind of articulating what it is that I do day to day or what value and skills I bring to jobs, Google your job, look up other descriptions for people who are hiring for your exact position, and then pull out kind of, you know, I call them like nuggets, like, or right, like words that align tasks that align with what you're currently do doing. And then you can build on that. Cause I did, you know, the the company is great. They're like, just send us over any resume and cover letters and any other, you know, documentation. I had to respond and say, I have zero. We're starting from scratch. <laughs> but I did send over just some high level bullet points about, you know, the jobs that I have held, my roles and responsibilities in those, and then some about myself as well. Obviously, you can't find the bullet points about yourself online. That'd be weird. But if you are having a hard time figuring out what you should put on your resume or what responsibilities you do perform in your job, go to LinkedIn, search for your role, check out the job postings and like 80% of your work is done. It's great. I think this also speaks to the networking as well. If you know people who have similar jobs as you, um, you could also ask, you know, share resumes out. I don't think that there's a negative to that. And you could learn what they're putting on their resume, especially if you know other product managers that have recently gotten jobs. So their resume has worked. Starting with some sort of foundational thing like that could also help. For sure. I hate the word networking and I just, I don't love it. And it's really, can be really powerful, right? So 
I just try and think of it as more like con- use your connections or go out and build that network. It, it really in times like this can go especially far. Yeah. And I think if you use networking in the sense of building real relationships with your the people that you work with, that for me is is networking. It's not going to networking events and giving your business card to people and schmoozing. That feels super cringy and gross to me. I really despise it. But when I look at my network, all of the people in it are people that I trust and that I valued working within my life. And hopefully they feel the same. And I think that that's true. And that's why I've been able to use my network to get jobs. So yes, networking is part of life, but I would definitely say focus on the relationships that feel real to you and you can actually like deepen them and build good working relationships with people versus like casting a super wide net, but not actually building any type of rapport with people. We should have an episode on networking. We can. That would be good. Yeah. And also in the meantime, I'll be still coaching soccer. So that keeps me busy. And I'm doing the ESPN commentating for UC San Diego women's soccer as well. So I can keep working on my podcast voice. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. Where can we watch these games or listen to them? ESPN plus they, all the games that, uh, that are um, at home for UC San Diego, I'll be broadcasting from the booth there and it's on ESPN Plus, and you can even replay them, which I do to myself to torture myself and re-listen to everything that I said and then kind of take notes and hopefully do it better the next time. But it's a really great way to get over listening to your own voice. Just listen to it all the time. Or have a podcast. Or have a podcast, exactly. If I can pull myself away from the most recent season of Love Island UK, I will certainly check one of those out. Perfect. The first game is tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So that's probably late for you, Caitlin, but you can watch it in the morning. Don't worry. We'll see. If I take a nap, maybe I can make it. There you go. Caitlin, I liked how you shared that podcast with us one time that talked about like having different streams of income. And I think that not necessarily we did, like I didn't necessarily have a different stream of income, but it's really made me think about that and just where in the industry right now, a lot of jobs are, are going and being able to spread out and have those different streams of income so that when something like this happens, it might not be as abrupt like Tashi just talked about coaching. And that's something that you do. And it's something that you're passionate about. And it also helps in the situation where you're not scrambling yeah, I totally agree. Looking for those other like little streams of income, even if it's tiny, they add, they can add up and, you know, prolong the fun employment period before we all have to find real jobs, if ever. And I feel like me not having to pay rent is kind of a different source of income, just in an opposite way. It is. Caitlin not having a nanny. Yeah. I saw a meme recently that was like the, my biggest source of income is returning clothes that I bought. It's kind of on that same wavelength. Just stop spending money. Yeah. On that same note, I I was helping my neighbor with a random Squarespace website as some freelance stuff, which any of you guys can do also. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
And to recap, as always, the ready, set way to deal with getting laid off is number one, process your emotions, find ways to relax, soak it all in. Number two, use your network, reach out to everyone you know, everyone you've worked with and figure out what your options are. And then number three, take the next step. So you keep moving forward. You don't get stuck in this place. So thanks everyone for listening to our podcast. Obviously today's topic was a little bit less actual work related and a little bit more life work related. Um, but we hope you enjoyed it. If you have any tips on how you've dealt with being laid off or want to hire us, feel free to reach out to us. You can also check us out on Instagram and TikTok at ReadySetWorkflow. Drop a comment and subscribe and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>